What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Coffee and cream on Hale Varsity Radio with Andrew Rogers and Damon Benning. Boy, gets the edge. Deuce Vaughn in the clear. He make a bad miss. And it's easy. Touchdown, Kansas State. And the catch getting closer to the conference championship. 44-yard cash in on the takeaway. Try to put LSU on the board first. High snap. They got it down and it's blocked. Georgia stuffs it. And now here comes the run back. If this stands, it's going to be about a 95-yard touchdown. It will stand. Edwards breaks it back. Makes a cut. Donovan Edwards to God. Again. Comes the other way. 14 seconds left to go. Probably too little, little too late. Kaluma shoots a three. Missed it. And that's going to wrap it up, my friends. 13 seconds left to go. Huskers are going to win for the first time in Omaha since Jake Muehlheisen did in 2004 in an NIT game against the Blue Jays and for the first time in the regular season winning in Omaha for the first time since 1995. Creasel brings it across the timeline. Take that monkey off our backs. The Huskers at the horn winning this puppy. 10 points, 63 to 53 over Creighton. Guess who's back? Back again. Good morning, Monday morning on Coffee and Cream here on Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Currency. DB, welcome back. Drew Down. Shaner. Good to be back. What Good up, morning. Shane? What's up, Shano? And I mean that genuinely. Good morning. Hey, I don't know about the whole Shaner thing. I'm going to let it ride because that's your guys' little baby. But Shaner's kind of weird, but I'll let you ride. You don't like the Shaner? It's okay. I feel I'm, like I heard somebody else say that, so no, I just started uh, like, going with it. Patty Mo. Uh, Pat, Pat's a shame. See, I guy. do spend a lot of time with Pat. Pat's that's unfortunate. Yes, you do. That's unfortunate. I, I think it's more fortunate than unfortunate. Pat, Patty is Pat, a he is a Shaner guy. Pat is an entertaining cat. He could have a good time at a funeral. <laughs> Why the fuck <laughs> is Shane walking in there? He could have a good time at a funeral. He's, he's different. He's he, different. They'd be they'd be walking down with the casket, and Pat would be smiling, <laughs> telling jokes or something, right? <laughs> Yeah, why'd they, why'd they go with mahogany brown? Yeah, yeah that's it's kind of funny, but a little morbid. But, hey, it's kind of what we do. Now, Pat would be, like, ho- hoping for the body to fall through it, like one of those fail videos. Coffee in the morning. Weird start to this morning, but also a jam-packed weekend to get to, to reanalyze. We're and packed. It, it all starts with Nebraska taking down Creighton on their home floor yesterday. Nebraska did an excellent job of limiting scoring in the paint for Creighton in that one. They were really good about pinching on the weak side. It opened up the three a lot for Creighton, but for the most part, the Huskers did a good job of closing out, and Creighton did a good job of missing shots for Nebraska to win this game. On the offensive end, though, Nebraska dominated points in the paint. Derek Walker, 
Returning, returning from injury was the best thing that happened to this Husker group. He gives them a completely different look. And then the local kid, the hometown kid from Lincoln, Sam Griesel, did a great job of backing down defenders in the paint, creating one-on-one opportunities for himself, and doing what he does best. Spin around, little floater, in the paint, bucket. That's how Nebraska got most of their points, and that's what led Nebraska to win this game. Yeah, absolutely. I, and I, listen, I... I was so sick of the last 12 hours. I understand what Creighton is supposed to be. I do. But two things. Number one, they're trending in the direction, maybe not as poor as they played yesterday, but this has not been a good shooting basketball team from behind the arc. So now we'll see if that content continues maybe that's going to be who they're in who they're going to be but they've done this long enough now where I'm not so sure and I said it two weeks ago and I asked you I asked Matt DeMarinas yeah can they shoot this I'm well? like uh, do we really know if this is a good shooting basketball team and the the bench reared its or the lack thereof reared its ugly head yesterday but I gotta say well, something man go ahead Farabello did yeah that's it because I think this game was a microcosm of about a minute 50, roughly. And I'm going by memory, so don't, like, hold me to it. But let me tell you why Nebraska isn't – and listen, I'm a Coach Mack guy, but I'm a Nebraska alum, right? So great relationship with Coach Mack, close with those guys. Obviously, Sharif's my yeah, guy. Yeah, from both. Right? But can we give Nebraska credit? Like, I'm so sick of saying what Creighton didn't do. Nebraska's on a three-game win streak. They hammered two, now granted, fairly mediocre programs. But Florida State, we were talking Hamilton and what a coach he was outside of Kern's time in late late situation games. Florida State was like this great program, right? They lottery picks and whatever. Yeah, hammered, it was amazing to see they started one and six before ha- that game. Hammered FSU. They hammered, but see, they're doing what they're supposed to do now, right? So hammered BC. This was the first stretch of three ranked opponents at probably at the time when they played them, top ten. Uh, they hammered Creighton. Like, the, yesterday was about Nebraska, and I'll tell you why. L- let me tell you why. For as poor as that game was at times getting slogged down, about the 650 mark, okay, Creighton gets a basket, and I think they cut it to, to six or seven. Nebraska comes down, and Tobinaga Kisses one off the glass, right? And you're like, wow, that was some shot, right? So it's like control, acrobatic. It's it's Kise, right? It's what he does. Yeah, there were a lot of looks that he had in that game, too, where I'm like, man, you know, yeah. now I know why DB doesn't really like this guy. He, he's the, oh, it's not that I dislike him. You just can't live it. You just can't – I just can't ride with him, it, Well, you don't right? like – it's not hating the actual player himself, like yeah. him as a person. It's just hating the, the way he plays the yeah, game. Yeah, high risk, high reward. That's not my style, right? So you're like, oh, man, whoo, fortunate to make that one. And Creighton comes down, and they get the and one three. And the crowd kind of wants to get hype, right? And I'm like, oh, shoot, they go to commercial break or something like that. Uh, you know, Farabella makes the three. It's like four. Mm-hmm. What happens? Nebraska comes down and gets the little slip back door. Trey Alexander's playing peekaboo. Greasel makes the cut. Yep. And one. And one. And one. So I was like, oh, shoot, man. Nebraska's not crumbling. They're going to weather the storm. What happens the very next time down? little pick and lob to Kalkbrenner. I'm like, oh, shoot, crowd's about starting to get it going again, man. It's just pretty lit in here, right? What does Nebraska come down and do? Go down. L- late play. shot clock situation, gets the ball to D-Walk. 
scores. I'm like, ooh, okay, they answered. Creighton comes down, misses a three from the corner. Nebraska comes down, little iso with Greasel, gets the little backdoor slip from Derek Walker, kind of he's messing with it in the paint, puts it up with the left hand, and all of a sudden it's pushed back to like nine or ten. And I'm like, between the six, I'm just I'm totally going we'll off. Say six to two. Six fifty. So in that two minute stretch, Nebraska didn't wilt on the road in a building, or at least on the road. That this is a lot of house of horrors, right? <laughs> so it's not easy. So can to we go into that arena? Yeah, so can we give the state schools some credit about how they played because they're trending, right? They came into that game with. 58% of their points coming off assists. They're continuing with that streak. They've gotten away from ISO ball. They're rebounding the basketball. They're defending better. And I get it, people. Creighton on paper is supposed to be fantastic. But I'm going to tell you something. And I don't know because i got to talk. I'm going to actually – maybe I don't – I want to share because we all keep this in the, in the family. I love Annabelle. But um, I want to ask Coach Mack – I don't know if he would say it, but you know what I kind of think? Sometimes it is very, very hard to coach high-end, high-caliber players all of the sudden. And hear my heart. It's not to say that he's never coached good players because he's had several. But each team has a different kind of makeup. And Kaluma reading the headlines and – Nimhart's going to be fantastic. And Trey Alexander, who really emerged when Nimhart was banged up with the broken wrist. And Baylor Shireman comes over, and he's kind of supposed to be the basketball savant. Like, then you got Kalkbrenner, who's steady Eddie, who, which, by the way, it just appears to be laboring. Is that me? Doesn't Kalk. He, now, he's still playing efficient offensive basketball, but he doesn't. It's not real twitchy, real bouncy right now. But anyway, I don't want to get distracted. He from also that. gets overused a lot and has been getting. Well, he's the only way ton. they were getting easy buckets and, though. And, and so you and could, Walker you see, was getting into him. You could see that wearing on him when you match up with Derek Walker. He was much bigger, and when I say bigger, buffer yeah. than Kalkbrenner. Kalkbrenner has the size and the shot blocking ability. But when you have a guy that can lean his shoulder into you and yeah. bump you back a little bit, you go up strong, you could be six foot against a seven-footer and still get those buckets. And so, like, I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, I, I just wonder for a guy who's – and I'm not sounding the panic alarm. I'm not. But I just wonder, like, it's – Nebraska's – or Creighton has got to find a way to – it might be a different kind of team for Mac to coach. You don't know who's in guys' ears and, like, how, like, the shots, the sharing of the basketball. Gosh, it gets sticky for Creighton. It doesn't even look like the offensive team that we're kind of used to seeing, kind of free-flowing and the creative passes, and they're not shooting it well. But it was driving, and I can usually take a lot. But I had to put social media down. For, I'm like there were a lot of people not crediting Nebraska's game plan coming in, and and you and know what? Just I, leaning on Creighton needs to play better. And you know what else I'm going to say? It, this is not a hot take, but if you want to take it, run with it. Stop using this game as like, well, uh, I guess Coach Hoiberg is off the hot seat. <laughs> do, you, 
Do you really? See, that's what media and fans do. It yep. drives me bonkers, which is why win. I struggle with mm-hmm. the crossover between player and media. Because let me guess, let me tell you who's not thinking like that. Nebraska's basketball team, mm-hmm. Coach Hoiberg, they're not thinking like that. One win does not keep, retain your job. And how about this? This is kind of a hot take again. How about why? Like, what if Hoiberg just actually found some good chemistry with a team and he can actually coach? Well, this team is finally made up of more than one piece. Right? And you don't have to – it looks like more his personality. We're super good-natured. Kind of easy going, don't panic. Like, that's who he is. Do you watch him at the press the other day with Coach Rule? Like, my man is cooler than a fan, right? Like, he's just, he's a he's a good egg. That The team kind of looks like him. Hey, you need this shirt off my back? Here you go. Oh, hey, you want to pick my brain a little bit? Hey, come sit down. Like, that's who he is. And, and, and maybe this team, through the roster turnover, has, and you get a guy like Greasel, like full disclosure, you didn't know this about me. This was in our former lives when we weren't together. I've always had a man crush on Sam Griesel, even when he was at Lincoln East. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure that's where it started because you wouldn't be flocking to North Dakota State to follow no, it, this kid. It, it, absolutely. I filled in for my buddy Mike Boker, who does the, the PA at Millard West. Griesel's a junior. He's a sophomore. How many and times did you say his name that night? Uh, a ton. <laughs> yeah. They were playing Millard West at Millard West. And he, I loved his backcourt. He was... He was playing with uh, this uh, little McPhail, and, and it, um, it was a good basketball team. They were just starting to kind of get on this run. And uh, I just liked the way he played. You know, it, smooth as Melanta, too, like just unfl- – Very calm and cool. And, you, and you what's my cool favorite? That's, that's my favorite, mm-hmm. right? Like I like those running backs that look like it's mm-hmm. the, it comes easy. To, I like – Doesn't I, showboat at I all. I like no panic, right? Like, ah, no panic. That, Shane, that's no panic. And it's like, why can't we just enjoy what Nebraska's doing? And I get it. You always want, well, what's wrong with Creighton? What's wrong with Creighton? Uh, Nebraska's kind of getting it going, too. Can, can, we get, can we give some credit where credit is due? Hey, on line one, we have Tim. Can we bring Tim onto the show? Coffee and cream in the morning on Hale Varsity Radio. Tim, thanks for calling in. Tim, you have uh, something to say about Nebraska being a bunch of jerks? That wasn't a word I used, uh, and it wasn't Nebraska. Oh, is this my man, that's, Tim? That's a very, very, very bad introduction by Damon's friend. Hey, well, I, hey, listen, listen. Listen here. This is what I get on the screen. Tim is a Hey, listen here. I don't care what it says on your screen. Wake up and pay attention, boy. Come on. <sighs> Damon, good morning. It's Tim, nice how, to talk to you. how you been, man? Um, I'm, I'm just chilling at the holidays. No, I'm in Colorado. It's cold. Is, the is, mountains are hey, is, that, is that rich neighborhood still taking good care of you? Uh, I didn't quite call it like... There's, like, rich in Omaha, and then there's, like, white guy rich in Colorado. It's different. It's different? Do you still brush your teeth in the shower? I was just going to tell you, Bath and Body Works had a sale. Oh, all Lord. Their, all the three-in-one soaps were uh, five fifty instead of fifteen fifty. so I woke up smelling like a blue day this morning, ah. brushed my teeth. I could finally afford Creighton. And I heard you talking about, you're right. Creighton didn't lose that game. Nebraska won that game. And 
you and I've talked a lot about coaching and kids and how this thing works. I've sat through a lot of sermons that were more rambunctious than that crowd at Creighton was last night. I mean, that Creighton was eerie. That was eerie. The, the kids, you got Kalkbrenner, who apparently was a defensive player of the year, even though he's built like Gumby. I, I don't get it. Uh, Walker just owned him, and the frustration that he had throughout the game was so obvious. The clips on ESPN of him saving a ball for a three, and then he immediately hooks our Amish guy's arm and won't let our Amish guy run up the floor. And there were three or four other times where he's hooking guys. Wow. Won't let go of him with the chicken wing. And it's just clearly frustration. You talk about your and one on a three-pointer. He makes a three, he leans into it. Because I thought, what's-his-name made a great cover. He, he got out and closed quick. He was off to the side. I thought he played it right, but we lean into it. Creighton does little things that are gamesmanship that I don't think Nebraska knows how to do. When they can learn how to do those things, when they can learn how to control themselves, I thought their composure was amazing yesterday. Yeah. I thought Creighton was awful yesterday. And it's usually the other way around, isn't it? Hey, Tim, it is great to hear from you, and I hope that uh, we, we hear more from you. A- Andrew will get used to your style. He's a little traumatized right now. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't say I'm traumatized. Andrew can be traumatized. Listen, <laughs> Tim, great. He's probably a great alum, isn't he? No, no. He's a St. Louis guy by trade, Andrew, or excuse me, oh, Tim. But he's, he's, he's I like it. Yep, now yep. he's got some street cred with me. Yeah. Every now and again, he rocks the Band-Aid too, man. Tim, it's always great to hear from you, my guy. He is. Uh, Be he, good. God bless. So proud of you. So proud of your career. So happy for your family. Happy for your son. Awesome to hear you again. Slap Schmitty in the head if you see him walking around the hallway for me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tim. I, I, I appreciate all those compliments. I don't have a son, though. Hey, he is. Oh, he's uh, talking about you. Oh, he's oh. hilarious. Like he is the epitome of. He's anti. He's super anti Jasker. He will just call sometimes in my former life, and he would just lay in to like another school. And but he's an equal opportunity offender. Like he'll get on me. He'll get on Shane. He'll get on Nebraska. Like you just never know what kind of mood. Tim's going to be in, but it's always sarcasm. He and I went round and round one time about brushing your teeth in the shower. Do you and brush your teeth in the shower? Occasionally. I don't think that's – oh, you're that guy too. Wow. I mean, I've done it before, but it it's once in a blue moon. <laughs> with an orange. And, and, with an orange. Yeah, with an orange. You're, yeah. you're probably an orange shower spice beer. guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I think he's it's – just, it's just interesting to kind of watch – the, di- the the dynamics that each schools are playing with, and I'm not one of those guys that, you know what I hate? Uh, they're playing with house money, or they don't have anything. To, like I'm not that dude, mm-hmm. right? I I'm a competitor. I, I I think you should have a chance to win every game. And you know what? When you're not good enough on a given night, listen, we got the we went to North Plan, got our ass kicked, right? You know what I didn't do? Talk about traveling, how we didn't play well. No, they were the better team, and so we took the L and had to learn from it. Like, Creighton and Coach Mack was the only person with stones smooth enough to say, you know what, you can dissect this thing a thousand or a hundred or whatever the moniker different ways. Nebraska was the better team tonight. And and that's why Coach Mack's a qual- – that's why he's the type of coach that he is because he understands that. And the quicker that he gets his guys to understand that – 
they can learn from it. You start making excuses about what was and wasn't, and then all of a sudden it's anarchy, man. Coaches and players don't look at it like that. They don't. It's what we do when we want to kill time. It's not correct. Well, some of these losses are good early on in the season. You lose to some really good ranked opponents, and then you lose to a team that people didn't have you projected to lose to in this game. It's kind of like UNC right now. UNC started number one in the nation. It's a bad basketball team right now. And they just are trying to find their stride. Again, 18th ranked, lose by A2, unranked VTech. We're never really in that game. And you look at Creighton now being on the losing streak that they are on. Yes, they lost to uh, Arizona. Then they go to Texas and never really found a lead in that game. They you, were you, always playing from behind. It's my kids texting me. What does that say? What's that say? <laughs> a thumbs down. UNC is kind of uh, Yeah, like the, my own kid. Like, as if you think I don't know that. <laughs> right. Right? Was that just now? No, it was yesterday. Oh. It's well, yeah, yeah, you didn't pay attention to, to Fies, your own target. Man, I was down in yeah, You know, hey, it happens. They didn't play well. But you look at Creighton, and you're kind of getting those woes out of the way right now. It's, it, as you said, it's not, you know, you hit the panic button. They just have to find a way to shoot better. And when they're not shooting well, you also have to find a way to win a basketball game and maybe not take that three anymore. Mm-hmm. Find your way into the paint. Get Kalkbrenner more involved down low. I know the dribble drive is something that – is a little uncommon, I would say, for this Creighton team this year because they do such a good job of moving the ball around the perimeter, and they also skip pass really well. So they open space on the floor on the offensive end, which opens up a lot of looks for them to shoot. They are a shooting team, but when things aren't going right, try something new. Mix up the game plan. Find a way to get to the hoop. Draw a foul. Get to the free throw line. That's something that really played a lot of benefit to Creighton's game early on this season by getting to the line, getting those points one at a time, going back on defense and locking down. And as we sit today, when you shoot as poor as you did in the first half, it was their worst field goal percentage for a first half all season long, you saw them start to question their ability on the floor. Mm -hmm. When they took that shot, they were praying that it fell. Or they would shot fake, dribble, and then want to go back out to the three-point line instead of, you know, maybe take a mid-range shot or get to the hoop. I saw Farabello do that numerous times, and this is just an example. It's not a knock on Farabello, but he, w- he would get the ball on a skip pass, shot fake, because the defender's coming out to close out, the weak side defender coming out to close out, shot fake, create space when you could one dribble, two dribble, pull up. It was like, Ooh, I don't, I don't like this shot because this is not me. So I'm going to come back out to the three-point line and maybe restart it. Well, you already had the advantage there. Yeah. You already had your chance to go baseline or whatever that is. There's a lot of what-ifs in this game for Creighton. What if that one shot fell? What if that three uh, w- was made and we got that stop on defense? You can play the game of what-ifs, but, but all, all in all, Nebraska – was the better team in this game. Yeah. And Take nobody that can question that. Off our back. Nobody can question that. One major positive is Farabello in this case, yeah. scoring 16 he points. Actually, he acted like he was going to be that guy that we kind of saw in preseason, that kind of the silky smooth shooter. They're going to have to figure out something with bench points and that backcourt mm-hmm. rotation. But hey. But even with bench points, like 
those guys come on the floor and they rely on the starters. I'm not saying that the bench has to step up and be the king when they get on the floor. Yeah. No pun intended with, with king there. Uh, but Oh, Frederick. <laughs> it's been nice to see Frederick and D. Walker go at it, but it just wasn't. That's not, it's not a Frederick King kind of game, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's still a work in progress. Uh, listen, that's good coaching, though. Coach Mack will have to figure out how to, how to press the pieces, move the chess pieces, and see what's wrong emotionally. Like, this team trying to meet emotional expectations, maybe that's where fatigue is. Don't talk to me about physical fatigue, right? They can play 10 if they want to. I mean, tell that to, you know, Gonzaga or Baylor or somebody that's played a top five strength of schedule. More next on Coffee and Cream.